When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Pucks and Bolts with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. Um, But Casey, getting into this game, there was a lot. We've already kind of talked about it a little bit. There was a lot that I really, really liked. Um, And it's something that we've been harping on. So it's the first thing that I'm going to get to that I really liked. The fast start. I mean, to come out and have... Braden point score within the first four minutes of action. Brandon mm-hmm. Hagel, Nikita Kucherov. So basically everyone on the first line getting involved. And uh, whenever I, 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 if I'm remembering correctly, this is the pass where uh, I think it's Hagel who makes a pretty sweet move um, in, in getting that puck to Braden point um, really smart play all around. And, and, they were talking like intermission and stuff. And you talk about a guy like Hagel. Um, he is really just a guy that sees the ice really well. And so he lines he's learning up. some things. You can yes. tell that he's learning some things from Nikita Kucherov specifically to make yes. those passes and not overthink it or mm-hmm. hesitate. So great point out there for Hag- for Hagel getting, setting up Braden point to come in with the speed. Yeah, but but it wasn't just the first line getting involved, which is something, again, that we've been harping on. So, like, 20 seconds later, Alex Kalorn gets in the the scoring column, gets a goal. Nick Paul, Steven Stamkos on the assists there. So, the first Mm -hmm. line gets involved within the first three and a half minutes of the game. The second line gets involved just 20 seconds later. All of a sudden, the Lightning are up 2-0 the day after Thanksgiving. They're like, (laughs) I'm eating over here. I'm going to just like eat this turkey leg. They fueled their body. And uh, and Amelie is buzzing. Everything is just, it's just on another level. And so Mm -hmm. that's the first point that I want to talk about. Just this fast start. It's something, again, that we've preached for this team to do. And we haven't seen a fast start like this. Right. Uh, and I mean, they're a little bit, you know, in, uh, in, in, in another game, but, but this took it to, in my opinion, a little bit of another level um, mm-hmm. because you're getting other, because not only is it a fast start, but you're getting other lines involved. You're getting other people involved. Um, yes. And this is all even strength as well. So this is all just five on five action. They're just owning the ice out there, Casey. They came out applying so much pressure to Bennington, which was great. But more importantly, um, why this fast start felt different was because typically when there's some sort of a hiccup or, you know, an emotional effect in the beginning of a game that can take the guys a minute to get their legs Mm. back, get back into their structure and system and not have mental errors. Well, for Balsers to go out when he did and for the team to rally behind him, they used that as momentum. And so it didn't get them out of their structure, didn't get them out of their game. Typically racking up in penalties also throws them off a little bit, but it didn't. And I got to ask coach Cooper about it after what was so different mentally about this game 
And he said, I think it was just the fact of how they lost to Boston on Monday night. They mm-hmm. really did have that game in, in the palm of their hands that first period and the way they came back in the third period. If only they would have showed up a bit more in the second period, it was their game to win. So he said, I think the mentality was the fact of how well they performed versus a great team like the Boston Bruins, knowing their capability, knowing their skill set, knowing how they can adjust, whether they have a forward go down or out or a defenseman go down and out. And that showed impeccably. So that fast start, they put their foot on the gas and there was no let up, regardless of penalties, regardless of frustrations, regardless of anything, they continued to attack. And the biggest thing that I saw, Kaylee, which they worked on on practice on Thanksgiving morning, was when one line would come in to pursue an attack and if they didn't secure the goal or if they didn't make anything happen offensively, that next line that next wave came right in to clean up and keep the puck on their side of the ice so their their puck management on the blue line and in the neutral zone was probably one of their stronger performances so far um this season it was just the hunger of showing if we can hang with the bruins we can dominate the blues and i think they did that so well and then in the first period alone you saw so many cleanups from their game over the the extent of the entire season so far because like you mentioned that five on five is where they completely dominated all the lions getting involved and moving around so fluidly. The passing lanes were way better. They only had eight giveaways this time, eight. Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds like, Oh, eight is still a a lot. Well, compared to the 21 giveaways they had the other night, eight is a significant upgrade, I would say. And I think they had 17 or 19 takeaways. So they were equally as defensive as they were offensive. They were spotting opportunities to create turnovers and force the blues out of their structure. And they were so consistent with that. It was such a great ebb and flow for these guys making those turnovers happen. Yeah. I love that you brought that up, Casey. They actually had 19 takeaways. Um, and that, and that was going to be my second biggest point is that in the game against Boston, the lightning were shooting themselves in the foot. Sometimes they were, they were making the errant passes. They were doing things that, that were not smart out on the ice and allowing the Bruins team, which if you give them anything, they're going to take it. They were allowing Mm -hmm. the Bruins team to get those takeaways this time. It was a complete reversal. The lightning were out there. And especially in that first period, again, they were just owning the ice. They they made, they were just skating circles around the blues to start yes. this game, specifically in takeaways. And so you look at what they were able to do, that 19 number of takeaways. Ross Colton had three takeaways. Braden Point, two takeaways, just himself. So uh all of these guys, Braden Point, Nick Paul, Pat Maroon, Mestikoff, they all had two takeaways each. Almost every single player on this Lightning roster had one takeaway. They they all got into it. There was like maybe like four or five guys that that didn't, you know, have at least one takeaway. Um, and so it's just all of these guys getting in on the action, seeing the ice well, seeing opportunities. And then capitalizing on those opportunities early on, that was a huge reason why the Lightning were able to really own the ice. And mm-hmm. both of those early goals, Casey, came off of takeaways. They both Which did. Huge, 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 huge. Sorry. I just got excited because I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's so true. I, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> Sorry. No, I love it because it's so important. It's just such an important thing. Um, about really, you know, there's, there's, there's layers to it. Um, Mm -hmm. 
of course you want to do well in face-offs and, and, and that it starts there, right? That's the start of it all, but you're not going to win all of the face-offs. That's just the reality. You're not going to win every single Mm face-off. So then what do you do after that? Okay. Well then, then you have to go and you have to forecheck and you have to get back in. You have to play the neutral zone. Well, you have to take advantage of errant passes or, or be on the ice and see where they're going and then get those takeaways. And the lightning did all of those things last night. You're seeing their game come together in this beautiful way that, you know, um, it was funny because they, they, they asked Pat Maroon in the broadcast, they said, Hey, it seems like you're flying under the radar. And he said, he looked at the analyst and he goes, he said, that's a stupid question. We're not. Yeah. And it was biz too. So it was funny who he got to talk. Oh my God. Hilarious. He's like, (laughs) we're not flying under the radar biz. Like that's stupid. That ask a better question because you know, we're the Tampa Bay lightning. We won back-to-back Stanley cups. And then Mm -hmm. we were in the Stanley cup final, a game away from winning it again last year. Like we returned a lot of our key guys and yeah, we've had a, you know, like we've had some other guys have to pick it up. We've had some younger guys come in here with the loss of Ryan McDonough and Andre Pallad and Jan Ruda and, and some of those guys, but solid but record still, for the adjustment is, period. Yeah. This is still a really, really good team. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I think that you saw that last night. I think that something oh, yeah. in that Boston game really spurred on what these guys can't, because they were upset. I mean, after that Boston game, Casey, we were, we were in there and, I mean, I think they each answered like two questions and I might have maybe, Quick maybe three posting. questions. Yeah. And I might've asked two of those three questions because no one wanted, to ask, the questions no one wanted to ask the players the question because you could yeah. tell how upset they were, um, which is understandable because they didn't mm-hmm. play how they know they can. They, they, they didn't play how they know that they want to play. And so having that, having a rebound game like this, so important to do and and they really truly did play how this lightning team camp too many criticisms of yeah. of their game last night they they played a really strong game and Casey that takes me into my next point they had a solid second period which we haven't always yep, seen all eyes were on the team. second mm-hmm. well because like you mentioned the nerve-wracking part was to see how well they competed against the top team in the Atlantic division just to you know shoot the hand them the win while Boston is a great team in so many ways, Tampa really did hand them the win. So of course, after such an electrifying first period and they did well across the board between managing the penalty, well, not managing penalties, but rising to the physical occasion of things, not letting the momentum come, you know, away from the team after Balsers went out scoring back to back to well back to back goals early on. And then also having that power play goal at the end of the first period. So they checked all the boxes from even strength, neutral zone for checking to special teams showing up. And in that you get a little nervous once you see such a, such a strong performance in the first, because you're like, okay, what's going to happen in the second period. That's been, kind of wonky lately and they come out in the second period and although the blues were able to minimize the bolts lead for just a second because it was jordan Cairo that got the blues on the board but then it was that first line you've been calling on the first line for mm-hmm. the last week and a half i want to say kaylee and it was the first line it was Braden point applying the pressure coming in hot missing yep. the net 
rebounding off of, of, you know, the puck off the wall there, Kucherov setting up Higgs and Higgs scoring. And so their reads on one another, which we've talked about extensively, but you can just see how much more seamless it's getting because they're not overpassing. And this team is known for that. Um, But since, you know, that's been an issue and coach wants them to get a little bit more consistent with the rapid passing, setting up shooting and taking so much of the extra thought out of it. You saw that response immediately. And I think that started off the second period on a note that says, okay, we're in control here and we can manage, we can handle this second period because depending on how they responded to the blues, getting on the board would have set the tone for everything. And I think them scoring right after kept them in this game and kept them in control. A hundred percent. I mean, what a response. Um, And, you know, it just it just goes to show that like the lightning, they're not they're Yeah, they let up a goal, but they went back and they responded. And it's and when you talk to John Cooper and you talk to the team, it is, Casey, it's so much more about the response. What are you going to do after? Okay, you let it all in. There's still time to play. What are you going to do after about it? And so right after the fact that, you know, just 20, less than 20 seconds afterwards, they come out, they score a goal. And, and like you said, I mean, it's a really smart play. It's, it's Nikita Kucherov and Braden Point who are, who are setting up Brandon Hagel and the way that they're playing together, the way that that first line is meshing together. It's awesome. It's beautiful. And I'm, I've, I've sung their praises before I've been hard on them before, but I've sung their praises because when this, <laughs> when this top line, it's just one of those things. When this top line is 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 clicking, mm-hmm. I think that they can hang it as one of the top lines in the entire NHL. I mean, this is yes. with the vision and and foresight that you have from Nikita Kucherov, with the speed that you have from Braden Point. All three of them are playmakers. All three of them are goal scorers, and they're yeah. all three getting better at facilitating facilitating when to get the puck to somebody else, when to, to, yes. to drop it off. And we saw that last night. There was one time, and I think maybe maybe it was on this goal, but it's Nikita Kucherov and he like he's going up and then he turns back a little bit and then yes. he like waits, he waits a beat and then he passes it. And it's like, oh, so smart because when he waited, got the he defender. allowed the player to like make a mistake defensively out of position and Mm -hmm. then he was able to make the pass and and you know it's just it's just so smart the way that they're playing is so smart and you said it the response in the second period the fact that then so that happened fairly early on in the second period within the first like seven Mm -hmm. minutes of the uh, of the second period and then for the entire rest of the second period for the entire rest of the 13 minutes they just defended well they just had yes. really good defense and, and they went in there and they did what they needed to do. This is a team that had 16 blocked shots last night. Um, mm-hmm. Again, just like they're just playing well. They're just stepping and up. And 36 hits. What? Yeah. They were Getting really aggressive. Yeah, they were really aggressive. I, at one point, I think halfway through the second, it just really felt like they started to wear down the Blues. Obviously, mm-hmm. those star players have the ability to keep their legs underneath them. But for the most part, you just kind of started seeing some gas on that other end because <laughs> they're racking up phys- physically. Ah. And then you've got that top line, as you mentioned, which 
we talked about this either the last episode or the episode before, but Coach Cooper kind of changed the time on ice with the lines, shifting them out a lot mm -hmm. quicker. The first line went back into full control last night. Um, I think it was Braden Point with like 20 minutes on the ice, Brandon Hagel with 19 minutes, and Kucherov somewhere in between that. So, of course, they were shifting in a lot more and a lot quicker than in the other line, and that second line was complimentary to anything that they did. So Certainly. Getting that dominant line back out there and them performing and excelling and doing exactly what you said, being one of the top lines in the NHL right now, I think it helped immensely with wearing down the Blues at the right time so that they can have a strong defensive performance and continue to stay in control. Yeah, and this, I mean, to, to kind of like put some numbers to, to those points, I mean, this is a team that had uh, 14 high-danger chances last night. Um, wow. The Lightning did. And they kept the Blues to just eight high danger chances. So, um, and then on those high danger chances, you know, they, they capitalized, right? Like mm -hmm. they they were able to capitalize and get some of those goals um, in in the high danger moments. Um, you look at what what you know uh, the the Blues goalie gave up. You know, he they had you know uh, two two medium danger shots against and uh two uh uh let's see two rebound shots against and and so it's just one of those things where um they had two of the goals were high danger goals and two of the goals were medium danger goals right so like mm -hmm. that's and then obviously the empty netter and so uh, you know you look at what the lightning are able to do and and it's just they're putting pressure on the right way, the right time. They're taking smart shots. I mean, I think there was one point and, and maybe, I mean, it kind of ended the game and, and pretty, I think pretty similar, you know, actually, yeah, exactly the same. You know, they both had 27 shots on goal. Um, yeah. And it's not like the lightning. It's not like they just like, Oh, they just like outshot. No, they're just taking smart shots. They didn't mm -hmm. just like load up and, and shoot to shoot. They're taking the smart shots. They're being smart about what they're doing. And again, yeah. that matters. It matters whenever you're doing that. And then Casey, to your point, it's not just the first line that's performing. Yes, a lot of a lot of last night was the first line. And then you add in the power play, um, mm -hmm. which I don't know. I mean, we talked about it, the, the tiniest bit, but again, good, good to see the power play. You know, the the fact that you have this. Again, this is why it's such a good win because it's it's balance. It's not you're not yes. solely relying on five on five. You're not solely relying on the power play. You have mm -hmm. a mixture of both of those things. You're not solely relying on the first line. You're not solely relying on the second line. You have a mixture. It's the first line. It's the second line. I'd like to see more involvement from the third and fourth line mm -hmm. um, offensively. I'd like to see a little bit more involvement from you know, uh, some of the defensive guys, because I know they do push up into the zone quite a bit. Um, and, and Hedy I, was on fire for a second there. He had three true. really big chances and you could tell he wanted it so bad, oh, um, yeah. but that just came, came down to better defending on the other end there, but Hedy was close. And then when he's itching, it's dangerous for the next couple of games coming up. Oh, for sure. But I mean, if I have any like critiques, quote unquote, like that's what I would say. Like, I'd like to see the defense get a little bit more involved offensively. You call like their see, response, so call you know, the, the, the third and fourth line get a little bit more involved offensively. But overall, Casey, I mean, this is just a really solid effort. And I think what's most impressive to me about about this all in all 
Yes, the response in the second period coming back and 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 making it a 4-2 game and that, but just also the way that they defended in the third. The yeah. way that they, you know, when the lightning are up, John Cooper talks about this all the time, Casey. He says, you know, when we're leading, we don't need to press. We don't need to worry about just like getting in a ton more goals. We need to worry about defending well. We need to worry about keeping the lead. We need to worry about, you know, finishing out, closing out a game. The Lightning yes. did that last night. They closed it out. Perfectly. Yeah. And it's not like they overexerted themselves to defend either. They just got in the, interrupted the passing lanes. They started disrupting any rhythm that the Blues thought that they were finding. Um, for them to be able to shut down Braden Shin, who was on a, I think, four-game point streak or something, they were able to isolate and shut down their key players that were going to try to get anything done. While Bucinovich got in there, it was still, you know, he could have been way more dangerous if it wasn't for the defense showing up. And the pairings got a little shuffled up, especially with Kerbix out. I do have to say, Calfoot had a surprisingly solid game uh, mm -hmm. from top to bottom. And I think a lot of that comes in with whomever he's paired with. He can kind of rise to the occasion or he can kind of overthink his game. And I think yesterday was probably one of the better games that he's had this season. And then a, a, a weird surprise on this roster that's loading up in time on ice and significantly contributing to defending so well is Ian Cole. Uh, he had a big oh, yeah. block shot in the third um, that – the whole arena swore that there was about to be a goal there. You just kind of heard the gasp in the air. Yeah. And then here comes Cole just protecting it on, on the, on the edge there, really, really helping Bassey with the crease. And then the pucks out and they're safe. And then you hear the entire arena exhale. So it's just, he's been a surprise in terms of how, how many significant plays he contributes to uh, Eric Chernak, who typically leads and hits was very much an aggressor last night. Um, oh, yeah. And then Hedman going back and forth, like you said, trying to uh, get some offensive time, but also being a huge driving force on, you know, protecting Bassi and protecting the net. And then of course, Vasilevsky doing what he does best because at some point in the second period, and then a little bit in the middle of the third there, he was having to make some just, giant saves some giant saves but it's nothing that you wouldn't expect to see from the big cat it's it's still a big awe feeling to watch how much space he can take up in the net and how hard it is to catch Vassy off guard it really is no matter what mm -hmm. angle they come from or even when you feel like he's going to be completely blindsided he just makes these incredible saves so the defensive performance was huge and to see what can happen with this roster when they kind of get more settled in what the defensive roles and pairings are going to be when everyone gets healthy you know let's not forget Nick Perbix was a contributor offensively as well yeah. as, as well as defensively so to get him back in the mix there healthy this team is just building so perfectly. And yep. again, we've talked about this, the timing of everything. And while Pat and Biz had their little fun um, yesterday in their conversation, it's true. When you look at the adjustment period and where they're at in the season and sitting in the middle of the Atlantic division, they are in prime position to peak at the right time. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that's going to come into health. And something we forgot to mention in the breakout is that uh, the return of Anthony Sorelli is on the horizon. And Imminent, imminent oh, return. Yeah. Yeah. And that brings back one of your best two-way players, oh one of your best four checkers, a guy yeah. that continues to help set people up. So it's like, okay, what line do you put this driving force on? Is he He's going to be the guy that brings the third line to life or who's going to bump down to the third yeah. line so that he can help get that second line generating just as much as that first line? 
the thought of that alone gets me so buzzed because mm-hmm. we're talking about a team that's doing well to set together all units of the game and you're missing a key asset. Oh, a hundred percent. Anthony Sorelli is, I mean, you, like you said it, he's one of the best two way players. Um, he, he's such a, he's such a shutdown player. He's going to go out there and he's the guy that goes up usually against the other team's top line and really defends them very well. Um, he, he's, he's a, a fantastic player. He's <laughs> yeah, he's, he is annoying on the ice. You don't want to play him. Um, and, and he, you know, he's known for that. He he's, he's really, really, really good. Um, so looking forward to seeing him back in the lineup, hopefully here soon. I think he's missed 19 games. Um, all, all of the games this season so far because he had shoulder surgery, um, over the summer. So, um, we'll be excited to see him back in the lineup and, um, 